0: You're listening to the Touch Em Up Podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the results of UFC Fight Night 168, Hooker versus Felder, as well as giving you my fantasy booking for the WWE Championship picture from now until WrestleMania 36. So get ready, strap in, and without any further ado, let's get this started and step into the ring. All right, guys, we got a lot to go over today. Um, I think we're going to start it off with WWE and then on the second and third part, we'll go more into the UFC stuff. Because mainly this whole episode was going to be my angle for the WWE Championship going into WrestleMania 36. Of course, we already know it's set in stone that McIntyre and Lesnar will be facing each other for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 36. However, There's a little bit more to that story, especially going off of, you know, piggybacking off of the WWE Super Showdown, which takes place this Thursday, the 27th, um, with the WWE Championship match between Brock Lesnar defending the championship against the one and only Ricochet. And I know a lot of people think that Ricochet is going to be, you know, destroyed in about three minutes, maybe Kofi Kingston type of type of situation where he just gets a five right away. One, two, three. The match is over. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I know people think this is a match that was kind of just thrown together, but there is some backstory behind this. I mean, I thought the Royal Rumble was going to have Ricochet versus Lesnar. Ricochet actually led to Brock Lesnar getting eliminated by Drew McIntyre in the Royal Rumble. They had the brief interactions on Monday Night Raw. looked like they were going to have a match. Then Ricochet won the number one contender. What was it—a triple threat match between him, Rollins, and Lashley—to be the one to face Brock Lesnar at Super Showdown? Lesnar's going to be on Raw tonight, so there's just a lot going into this story that I think people are kind of overlooking. And I could be completely wrong, and and Les, like I said, Lesnar could just you know completely destroy him. But we're going to go through my situation and how I would book this, and you know, with the Elimination Chamber pay per view coming up, and then going into WrestleMania, and from from so it, it starts off at the super showdown in Saudi Arabia on the 27th of this month, which is this upcoming Thursday. So let's get this started. We're going to, we're going to start it off and then I got some more WWE news and then UFC. So let's go. All right. So starting at Saudi Arabia, WWE super showdown on February 27th, 2019, the match is Brock Lesnar defending the championship against Ricochet. So before I get this started, let me just say like I didn't go spot for spot in every match. I mean, I kind of just gave you like a little bit of a rundown of how I would have it go, and then you know moved it up from there. So match is great; it goes about ten minutes. Can't go any longer than that. You can maybe do fifteen, but with Lesnar, you know that's that's kind of a lot to ask. His match is usually ten minutes is the sweet spot. So the match goes about 10 minutes, you know, some of the spots. Ricochet flips out of multiple German suplexes with backflips, counters Lesnar with some enziguris, some roundhouse kicks, and stuff like that, just being a little bit quicker than Lesnar, and quicker than what Lesnar has dealt with so far, and more agile than what Lesnar has dealt with so far. You know, he's obviously had matches against Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor and AJ Styles, but nobody has the high-flying ability of Ricochet that Lesnar has faced before. So Ricochet eventually gets caught by Lesnar and gets hit with four or five German suplexes. Lesnar just goes into like a lazy cover. One, two, Ricochet kicks out. And, you know, Lesnar's kind of, you know, just kind of playing with him at this point. He knows he's quick, but he's not really giving him any thought. He's kind of just, you know, playing with his food. So he's just kicking him on the ground. He's toying with him. He's making him mad. He's Not really giving him any credit for what he's done in the match so far. Lesnar picks him up for an F5 and Ricochet actually reverses it into that, Elevated flatliner that he likes to do. I don't know what the name of the move is. You know what move it is. He uses it a lot and he used it in NXT. So, you know, he's on his shoulders. Lesnar goes for the F5. Ricochet ends up catching him, lands on his feet, hits the elevated flatliner, goes to the top rope for a 630 splash, and Lesnar actually catches him in midair in like a suplex position. I don't know how they would pull it off, but if anybody could do it, Ricochet and Lesnar, they could do this spot. So Ricochet goes for the 630. Lesnar catches him in midair in like a German suplex position. He throws him up onto his shoulders into the F5 position and, you know, goes for his little scream. And he goes to throw him off for the F5. But Ricochet counters the spin on the F5 into a schoolboy. One, two, three. Ricochet takes the title. He's your new WWE champion. And he's about to get out of there with the championship. He beat Lesnar. He did what somebody thought he couldn't do. But before he could even celebrate his win, Lesnar just absolutely demolishes him. He throws him into the, he takes him, he German suplexes him about 10 times. He throws him into the ring post. He throws him into the barricade and he ends it with an F5 on the, on the ramp, not on the, not on the padded part of the ring on the outside. He lands it with an, he finishes him off with an F5 on the ramp and just looks all pissed off. He's screaming. He's screaming. And he walks to the back, and Ricochet is stretchered out. But Ricochet is your new WWE champion. Okay, now the following night on Raw, which is the March 2nd, 2020 Raw, Lesnar comes out, he's furious, and he demands a rematch. He he needs to get a chance to win this title back. He's got Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, and he's going to prove that he's better than him. McIntyre comes out. His music hits. He's furious. He's mad as well because he wanted to be the one to beat the beast. He wanted to be the one to conquer Lesnar. And it all started by him claymore kicking him over the ropes at the Rumble. There you have a quick stare down. You know, it looks like they're going to come to blows and then it's time to play the game. Triple H's music hits. The crowd loses it. Anytime Triple H's music hits, you know, the crowd goes crazy. Triple H comes out and announces that they're going to have qualifying matches for the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber, which will all take place tonight and will lead in to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in an Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. And Ricochet is one member in the match defending his championship. And Brock Lesnar is the second member of the match who's confirmed. So, the, the first qualifying matches will be Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, Aleister Black versus Randy Orton, AJ Styles versus Shelton Benjamin, and Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. These would be perfect qualifying matches. You have a mixture of main eventers, high flyers, um, Aleister Black with the anti hero, the, the Viper Randy Orton, who looks like he already has. He's already got a match planned for WrestleMania against Edge, but he can still have a match against Aleister Black, and I think these matches would be great. So like I said, there's two superstars left in the match besides these four qualifiers, and that is the former champion Brock Lesnar and the current WWE champion Ricochet. All right, so the chamber is set with this. Between Rollins and Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins beats Kevin Owens. Aleister Black picks up a huge win over Randy Orton. That's one big match he could have. He wins. It makes him 100%, you know, 100% qualified to be in this chamber. He beat a main eventer, a multiple-time world champion. Styles beats Shelton Benjamin. And Buddy Murphy defeats Cedric Alexander and will be in the chamber alongside his leader and his Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. So your Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship goes as follows. Ricochet as the champion, Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, Aleister Black, AJ Styles, and the former champion, Brock Lesnar. The winner of the chamber will go on to face Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 36 for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So that same week on SmackDown, which would be the March 6th episode, Lesnar shows up and is still furious about losing to Ricochet. He can't believe that he let that little mid Carter son of SOB beat him for his championship. He doesn't need the chamber to get his chance at Mania. He has revealed that he has spoken to the creative director of Raw and his advocate, Paul Heyman, and has been guaranteed his spot against McIntyre at Mania. He just hopes that Ricochet can make it through the chamber as the champ because he will see his ass at WrestleMania. The commentators are kind of dumbfounded. They they can't believe like, oh, Lesnar's just going to show up at Mania. He just gets his automatic rematch. I thought that was done. There's no more automatic rematches in WWE. So now they have to figure out who's going to be the final person in the chamber. Who's going to fill in and take Lesnar's spot. Later in the night, a match is announced to determine the final competitor in the elimination chamber. And the winner will not will not only be in the chamber, but will enter the match as the final participant. A 10-man battle royal will main event this episode of SmackDown. It will have four guys from Monday Night Raw, four superstars from Friday Night SmackDown, and two surprise entrants. The men in the match are Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Elias, and the final two superstars from NXT, the Broserweights, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. The final four in the Battle Royal are Cesaro, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, and the Bruiserweight, Pete Dunne. The winner of the match and advancing to be the final entrant in the Elimination Chamber is Cesaro. The Chamber is now set. Ricochet, Rollins, Black, Murphy, Styles, and Cesaro, all for the WWE Championship. Now we get to the Elimination Chamber. Okay, so first two men in the match are the WWE champion Ricochet and Buddy Murphy. They have an amazing exchange, exchange you know, to start off the match. About five minutes, just back and forth over and over and over again. The next in the match is AJ Styles. He comes in, lands a phenomenal forearm on Ricochet, goes for a cover, but Murphy breaks it up. In next, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. He and Murphy team up and beat down Styles and Ricochet. Then where am I at? Then they have a brief stare down with Murphy and Rollins on one side and Styles and Ricochet on the other. In next is Alistair Black. He takes out <laughs> He takes out Murphy with a roundhouse kick, hits Styles with a bicycle knee. Rollins goes for a sling but sling blade. Black counters it and hits a strike combination. Rollins bounces off the ropes, hits a sling blade. And Murphy is back up and hits a brain buster. Up next, the final entrant, the winner of the Battle Royal, Cesaro. He gets his chance to finally become a world champion. He goes after Black and lands a few uppercuts, then comes off the ropes with a twisting uppercut, but he gets countered with a Black Mass in midair. One, two, three. Cesaro is taken out of the match before he even gets a chance to start. In the midst of all this, Rollins rolls up Aleister Black, and gets a one-two-three. A quick roll up, and Black is out of the match as well. Rollins looks at Black and does his little heel laugh. You know, the eh <laughs> Then boom, black mass. Black takes out Seth Rollins. Ricochet slides into the ring and covers Rollins. One, two, three. We're down to the final three participants in the elimination chamber. The first two men who started off the match. The champion Ricochet and Buddy Murphy and the phenomenal AJ Styles. These three have a hell of an exchange in the match until Styles goes for a Styles clash on Murphy, but Murphy counters it into a Hurricane Rana and sends Styles into Ricochet for his, I called it the AA. Slash roundhouse kick combo, you know, where he puts him on the shoulders and the fireman's carry throws him off and then hits him with the roundhouse kick. I think it's called like the King's Landing or something. So he hits that on on Styles and then he and then Styles, you know, walks into Buddy Murphy and gets hit with a Murphy's Law. One, two, three. Murphy eliminates AJ Styles. The final two men in the elimination chamber are the people who started off the chamber. That's the champion Ricochet and Buddy Murphy, who will go to WrestleMania 36. Before Styles can exit the chamber, he's still knocked out on the ground. The lights go out. Gong. The lights come back on. Styles is gone. What's that going to set up? I think you guys know. That's going to be used to set up AJ Styles versus the Phenom at WrestleMania 36. So like I said, we're down to the final two, Ricochet and Buddy Murphy, who were also the first two to start out the Elimination Chamber. Ricochet and Murphy go at it for about 15 minutes. Both men are basically out on their feet. Who can get the upper hand? Murphy goes for the Murphy's Law. Ricochet flips out of it, goes for an elevated flatliner on Murphy to counter, but Murphy counters the flatliner into a flying bicycle knee, which knocks Ricochet loopy. Murphy comes off the ropes and gets hit with a Spanish fly counter from Ricochet. Then Ricochet picks him up hits the fireman's carry roundhouse kick combo. Like I said, I think it's called the King's Landing. Then climbs up to the top rope, climbs up on top of the chamber, and hits a 630 splash from the top of the chamber pod. One, two, three. Ricochet starts off the match as the WWE champion and finishes it, winning, retaining his WWE championship, and going to WrestleMania to battle Drew McIntyre. The WrestleMania 36 main event for the WWE Championship is now a triple threat match with the champion Ricochet defending against Brock Lesnar, the former champion and the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble, the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. If we want to talk about WrestleMania, this is what I say. You have McIntyre win. He pins Lesnar clean, considering Lesnar didn't really, you know, get beat so to speak by ricochet at crown jewel it was more of like a fluky victory ricochet proved he was the champ mcintyre hits lesnar with a claymore kick one two three takes the championship lesnar goes away from wwe for a while and your first feud for the wwe title after wrestlemania is drew mcintyre and the former champion ricochet oh man that's it (laughs) that's it for the pitch um Like I said, I've I've worked on this for the last couple of days. I thought it sounded good. Um, I think it would be a hell of a lot better to throw Ricochet into this whole entire dynamic and really build up that match for WrestleMania. I mean, Ricochet, McIntyre, and Lesnar in a triple threat match for the title. Ricochet obviously going in as the champion. He can lose the title and then go back, grow right into a feud with McIntyre. Probably lose there too, but at least he held the title and beat Lesnar, something that not many people have done. Um, and I just think it would be a lot more interesting to do it that way than to just do the McIntyre and Lesnar match. Now I love that match. I think it's fantastic in either way. It's going to be great for WrestleMania, but I think that this would just throw a little wrench into the hat and make things a little bit more unpredictable. Will they do it? Probably not, but should they? Yes. WWE do it better. (laughs) Um, let's see, what are we going to talk about? Let's go into some news for, uh, from Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I don't really ever talk about stuff from Dave Meltzer because a lot of the stuff that he says is, you know, crap. It doesn't come true. It doesn't really mean anything. I respect him. You know, he's been around for a while. But this was just a little article, and it goes into the WrestleMania 36 plans. So according to the Wrestling Observer Observer Newsletter, um, I believe I got this from Wrestling Inc., um, again, I'm not taking this as my own. This is an article I found. So it was originally meant to be Roman Reigns and, and the Fiend Bray Wyatt, and then Elias versus John Cena. But Meltzer said that that looks like it's scrapped all together. Um, let me just go with what the article says. So this is a little excerpt: um, Bray Wyatt versus Reigns, along with Cena and Elias, were reportedly scheduled to be on this year's WrestleMania 36. But those are now being changed, according to the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. The potential new matches were not given we're not given for the other match. Okay, I don't know why it says that. Wyatt is defending his championship against Goldberg at the Super Showdown on February 27th in Saudi Arabia. Meltzer speculated that if Wyatt versus Reigns isn't in the cards, that Goldberg may be in line to win the title at the event. And Meltzer also noted that in total, five or six WrestleMania matches have changed recently, pretty much only on the SmackDown brand side. Now, this isn't... I don't know why I took this excerpt. I must not have grabbed the right one because uh, according to a lot of the news and the reports that I've seen, the new matches for WrestleMania are Reigns versus Goldberg without the championship on the line. So The Fiend would have to defeat Goldberg at you know the Super Showdown and then The Fiend versus John Cena for the WWE Universal Championship at WrestleMania. I like these matches a lot, okay? Because if you're going to use Goldberg at Mania, I think Reigns would be like the only guy you could put him against. They could do Goldberg and Cena at WrestleMania. I think that's something some people might want to see. I'm not going to lie. Part of me wants to see that just because I was a huge Goldberg fan and a huge Cena fan back in the day. So, um, it's just something I kind of want to see just to see how it would play out. But, uh, You know, I think The Fiend versus John Cena and The Fiend finally defeating John Cena on at WrestleMania 36, righting the wrong from WrestleMania 30 where it looked like Bray Wyatt was going to defeat John Cena and he got beat clean. Um, I think it would just be perfect storytelling. You could use the loss of uh, Cena to The Fiend to, you know, catapult Cena into a heel turn if Cena does decide to come back full time. I don't know if we'll see him come back full time. I doubt it, but that would be a way to use the match against The Fiend to turn John Cena heel following WrestleMania. And we could get that, you know, thugonomic Cena that we saw, you know, kind of foreshadowed at WrestleMania 35 when he came out to rap battle with Elias. And then uh, Goldberg versus Reigns. I think that's a huge match for Mania. Um, I think it's something you could definitely do. And uh, I actually like those plans better. Um, then a Cena versus Elias and Reigns versus Fiend match. I love the Reigns versus Fiend match, but it's not ready to be done yet. It's a good match, but you have to build it up more and it's not, and there's not enough time to build it between now and WrestleMania. So go with the Cena and Fiend match. You could build it up in one SmackDown episode with uh, the Fiend attacking John Cena, and then you can build it up from then until WrestleMania. And then you could do Reigns and Goldberg, the Battle of the Spear. I mean, it kind of just writes itself. That's probably the best way to go about it. And if they do the uh, Aleister Black versus Seth Rollins, which was hinted at in my fantasy booking of the elimination chamber. That's what it would lead to. It would be the Monday night Messiah versus the Monday night anti-hero Alistair black. I think Rollins and black at WrestleMania is a perfect idea. Um, you're going to say, well, Rollins and Murphy are the tag champions. How's that going to work? All you need to do is free bird. The championships, Rollins and Murphy hand the tag titles over to the authors of pain. And you do the authors of pain versus the Viking Raiders for the tag team titles at WrestleMania, or maybe a triple threat. You do uh, the AOP. AOP Versus the Viking Raiders versus I don't know uh, the Street Profits. That's a great idea. I like that. Let's do let's do AOP defending for the uh, you know their group with Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, against the Viking Raiders against the Street Profits. Triple threat tag team title match. Make it like a I don't know. You could do a TLC match, but I don't think we're gonna see that at a WrestleMania anytime soon. Or a ladder match. I think you could do that, definitely. So do that. And then uh, Murphy can have a singles match. Obviously, Black and Rollins. Um, give Murphy a Maybe give Murphy a shot at the United States Championship, which I believe is held by Andrade currently. So do Andrade versus uh, Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. And then Murphy can win the titles. You could freebird the tag titles over to the AOP. AOP have the tag titles. Rollins doesn't have a championship. He would probably lose to... Uh, Alistair Black at Mania. I mean, if I was the one making the decisions, but obviously I'm not. Um, And then, yeah, you could just do it that way. So Murphy could have the U.S. US championship. Uh, The AOP could have the Raw Tag Team titles. Rollins could still be the leader. He didn't win, but he could eventually move towards, you know, challenging for the WWE championship, maybe against Ricochet, maybe against McIntyre. I mean, McIntyre and Rollins was kind of hinted at. I mean, I'm sure they'd put on good matches. I don't know if I want to see... Rollins go after the title right now, considering he just recently was the champion coming out of last year's WrestleMania. So I don't think you need it. You should give it to fresh guys, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's what I got for the uh fantasy booking and like news and rumors going into WrestleMania. I like the ideas, and yeah, so I'll catch you guys on the second part, which is gonna be more about UFC. Um, good matchups to make in the Bantamweight division and uh Just results of Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder from this past Saturday. All right, catch you on the second part, guys.